Hi, everyone. Welcome to another God Encounter podcast. These podcasts are for parents as they continue to build kingdom culture at home by utilizing what we do during God Encounter time on Sundays. So I wanted to let you know, parents, that your kids are amazing, and I have had some incredible times with them the last few times we've had God Encounter. These kids are really understanding what it means to hear from the Holy Spirit, to pray for other people, to ask for prayer, and to respond to what God's saying in that moment. And I really, really wish you could be little flies on the wall watching what's going on, because it really is neat. So I wanted to let you know um, what we are going to be doing this coming Sunday for God Encounter, and also just a couple of reminders. So a reminder that we do test kids every God Encounter time on a memory verse. So the kids are going to know about this already, and it's been put out on emails. So please make sure you're checking your emails. But the memory verse that the kids are going to say to me during the God Encounter time in March, which is the second Sunday in March is Psalm 5110. Okay, there's a song that's been emailed out as well. So if they want to sing the song or if that helps them, that's great. They can just say the verse as well. So you have a couple days to keep working on that. And we do have a small prize for them if they can say that. So, you know, have them listen to the song a bunch of times while you're eating breakfast or while you're driving to school or um, brushing your teeth at night. Have them listen to it every night as they're brushing their teeth at night. So then we're going to have a new memory verse starting this Sunday at God Encounter um, to go all the way through till April's God Encounter, which is the second Sunday in April. Okay, so that verse is John 14, 6. We will be sending out a song. There's a great song. It has another verse attached to it. So it's two separate verses in the song. But it's, hey, let them learn the song. That's two sets of verses. The only one that they need to say to me is John 14, 6. Okay, so be looking for that. Um, it's also going to be in the description box below this video. So be sure and um, check that out as well. The, the link to the song will be there. Okay, uh, I wanted to talk to the kids this week about St. Patrick. He is an amazing man. We've talked about him in A Kids many times, but I really want to keep emphasizing the people who have gone before us, who we can learn from, who we can be inspired by. So not only did great things happen to people in the Bible, it keeps happening. And so I want kids to make that connection between the end of the Bible and all of the amazing people God used in the Bible, and then all the way till them today in 2021. And so last month, we talked about St. Valentine. This month, we'll talk about St. Patrick, because in a couple days after that Sunday will be St. Patrick's Day. And I don't want them to think it's just a bunch of pinching each other if you're not wearing green, and let's wear a bunch of shamrocks all over our face. Okay, that's not what this is about. This is about really, truly pausing and saying, look at what God did in someone's life and what can he do in you? This should build our faith. This is an opportunity to stop, look at someone who God used, who God um, really, really ministered through and say, guys, he can do the same in you. He can do the same in me. So that's what I really want you guys to do at home is to keep using that language for the children at home. This isn't just about some great saint in uh, you know that was hundreds of years ago. We want someone... We want people to understand that this actually can inspire us to know that we can do the same thing. God does not favor different people. 
He wants to pour out his spirit on all flesh. So here's a little bit of background on St. Patrick. And if you look at the description box below, you're going to find a link that has a really great description of what um, St. Patrick's life looked like. His uh, a very small autobiography of it, or biography really, with a little bit of his autobiography written in it. He ha- They have some quotes that he wrote down. And guys, they're powerful. I was sitting there in the office reading this and going, wow, man, God was really moving and working in this man's life. I mean, the Holy Spirit came on that man and used him mightily. So take time to really read that to your kids. Obviously, age appropriately, maybe break it up. If they're younger, break it up in a couple days, print it off, have an older kid read it during, um, you know, times that they're supposed to read at night for their reading log at school or something, and um, just really talk about it. So here's some, here's just a brief overview of St. Patrick. So he was born in what we think is 18, uh, th- 387, sorry, we think he was born in 387 AD. So this is a long, long time ago. You can do some math, throw some math in there for your kids. How long ago was this? Okay, so he was born into actually a rich family. And while he was on a ship um, with some of his father's slaves, he was captured by some Irish raiders, taken to Ireland and sold as a slave. There he became a, uh, a shepherd. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? He became a shepherd. Um, he endured cold and hunger for six years as a slave. During that time, he realized that he needed to turn back to God. So he was actually being raised in a family that was teaching him about God, but he just was kind of rejecting this. And, th- and when he was 16 is when he was captured. So, of course, at that time in um, the world, that was really kind of a man. So he had really not chosen God. And when he was captured um, during those six years of being a slave, he really realized, wow, I really need God and uh, I need to turn to him. So he spent those times, those lonely times as a shepherd praying. And and in his um, autobiography writings, he said he got up to saying over a hundred prayers every day, just different things that God was inspiring him to say. And at night he said the same thing. Um, And so interesting how God used those six years of isolation and wilderness experience to really bring him out and to see him used mightily. And during Lent, this would be a great time to say, guys, we're stopping, we're pausing, and we're giving up things and it's hard for us, but this is a time where God can really speak even more clearly to us. So you can use that as a parallel for your kiddos too. So, okay. Um, After he, after six years, he literally heard the Holy Spirit say, behold, a ship is waiting for you. God had told him uh, a couple weeks earlier, you're going to be released from your captivity. He didn't know what that meant. Then the Holy Spirit one night said, your ship is ready for you. So he fled, the Holy Spirit led him to a ship and he um, was able to escape. So he ended up um, getting back to his family, um, really pressing into Jesus, and he saw miracles happen along the way between him escaping in that ship and him arriving um, to his family. So I'm telling you, read this um, link that I'm sending you because it really is powerful. So in this uh, season, he saw miracles happen. God had truly called him to go back to Ireland. So he ended up going to Italy and studying um, under the Pope and the priests and uh, there and really gathering a hold of Jesus. And then he ended up, then they sent him to Ireland 
and his family did not want him to do that. They gave him all kinds of reasons, of course, why he shouldn't. So he said, this is what God's called me to do. It's very, he had very clear um, things that happened to him that told him he was supposed to go back to Ireland. So can you imagine, talk to your kids about this. Can you imagine the anger and the resentment and the bitterness that you could have being a slave in Ireland, escaping and saying, forget those people. I don't want anything to do with them. But instead, he had such a humble heart and such a heart of, of um, purity saying, God, whatever you want. God calls him back to the place where he was persecuted and a slave. And he did it willingly. And he was willing to lay down his life. Well, again, read this link of all of those amazing things that happened when he arrived in Ireland, crazy things that happened that really inspire my own faith, to be quite honest. And so read that and um, just be inspired by all the things that happened and how God really changed Ireland for him. And he simply died of an old age, actually. So it's really interesting that he was not a martyr or anything like that. He just simply died of old age, but he genuinely carried Ireland in him and that burden um, that Christ put in him for that to where even toward the end of his life, he was fasting and praying and he wrote out just prayers and prophetic words for Ireland that God was giving to him. Super interesting, um, very mind blowing and really, really faith building. So when you get home after church with your kids, Ask them about what they learned about St. Patrick and what did it tell them about God? What did it tell them about themselves and what they can bring out from that for themselves? And also um, really take time to ask them, especially right after the service, like maybe even Sunday night as you're tucking him into bed, something like that where it's quiet. Ask them, what did the Holy Spirit say to them during our soaking time? So I believe I've said this before, but I just want to reiterate it again. After we do some praise and worship, fun songs, and we praise and worship, we raise our hands, we dance, whatever they want to do. Then we take time on turning on some very quiet instrumental music called soaking music, meaning we're just soaking in the Holy Spirit. We're just bathing in his presence. And they have journals. And so they're writing in their journals. They're writing letters to Jesus about what's on their heart. They're writing things that God is telling them. They're drawing pictures of maybe something that God has showed them or something that's just on their heart. And it's easier just to draw a picture than to write it out. Ask them about that. Just very simply, like, tell me about um, your time of soaking in Jesus during the quiet instrumental time. What happened? Tell me what happened. Um, you know, did, what did God say? And um, just just know that the kids may come home and say, oh, it was okay. Or maybe something big. It doesn't matter. The win is that they're learning to hear from him, them, from the Lord. They're learning how to be still and quiet before him, which is absolutely a skill that we have to learn in this day and age. You can even say, you know, did you draw a picture in your journal? Do you want to tell me about it? And you can remind them that at any time that they want to have a copy of the page that they've been doing that day, we, I have told them I'm happy to make a copy so that they can take it home and show you. So you might kind of want to remind them, hey, if you ever want to have Miss Beth, you know, copy it, let her know and she'll do it. Anyway, so listen, 
I really am excited to hear what God does during this season of Lent and St. Patrick's Day of just really pulling the two together and continuing to say, hey, just like God used St. Valentine, he used St. Patrick, he's going to use you. And mom and dad can't wait to see what God is going to do in you and through you even today, even tonight, even tomorrow. Encourage them that no, even now, God is going to use them. He wants to use them. Just turn their ears to him and listen. And I just want to also remind you of something that's really, really beneficial if you have not had a chance to do this. Maybe once a week, maybe it's once a month, whatever it is, turn on your YouTube on and just type in, search soaking music in the Holy Spirit. Beautiful music will come up. Turn it on your phone, set it down on the kid's dresser or wherever you guys sit and have some time before bedtime and just say, guys, we're just going to sit and relax and listen to the Holy Spirit and be ready to hear what they have to say and just say, when you hear something, just speak it out. Maybe you hear a word. Maybe you hear a Bible verse that God just reminded you of. Maybe you hear a song. Um, Maybe it's somebody we should pray for. So if you have somebody that's coming to your head that we should pray for, or maybe something we need to thank God for, just start saying it. Just start praying it, and we'll all agree with you. And it's really fun. I've been doing that with my kids, and it's just really fun to see the different uh, things that come into their heads, the different people that come into their heads to pray for and to intercede for. So, all right, guys, I'm so excited to see what God does this Sunday. If you have any questions, just let us know. We are just so thrilled to be with you guys in this journey of parenting.